Alright, right now, I'm sickened. Welcome to Riot City, first of all. Second of all, you better listen to Three Count Podcast. Oh, by the way, Showtime, Jeremy Grimes. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Chaz Evans, and you are listening to the Three Count Let's go down my stable. Introducing first, he is my tag team partner. He's the man that run this show because I don't do shit. I don't run shit. I just talk shit. He is the landlord of the dog pound. He is the red dog, Cliff Miller. Yeah, new dad catchphrase. I. That's it. That's it. Oh, also, um, things that we can't say on the air now because, you know, we we can't let the new dad get pissed off. So, Tamina, Rio, and then name redacted. So, just letting you know, Chaz, Tamina's still the best. Anyway, That's it. I got nothing else. Next, he is the 67-time world African-American Negro spiritual singer. Uh, have a six head on his forehead right now because he doesn't have a bandana. United States, smack your mama because the chicken tastes like crack. Negro African-American continental world heavyweight champion. Oh, my God. He booked himself to go over because why? He's the booker. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a Chris Idol. Always happy to be here. And next, he is the Napster. And the only reason he's on this show is because he's my little brother. Ladies and gentlemen, you may know him as Joshua. You may know him as Josh. Some of you may know him as Run Run. That's only for the family members that uh, listen to the show. But hey, we here at the Three Count Podcast call him JJ. I like to take the sidewalks, but keep me off the street. It's some dangerous times out here. So make sure you're locked and loaded. Chitty, chitty, bang, butter, everything. And um, shout out to my nephew. And last but certainly not the least, he is older than dirt. He is the man that has lived a thousand lives and has lived to tell the story. He was there at the birth of Jesus. He saw the man that legitimately shot Hitler. He knows what Rittenhouse actually is. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the supervillain. And guess what? Lex Luthor ain't got shit on this man. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Damien Fatal. Baby Jesus still owes me money. Yo, you about to get an episode? Money. You about to get an episode banned? You talking about Hitler? You know that's a no go for everything. <laughs> well, I, all I said was he knows the man that shot Hitler. Not like I said praise Hitler. And he owes me money too, as well, for ratting out Hitler. <laughs> but, I, but I thought oh, IP freely shot Hitler. IP exactly, like I said, IP, IP freely shoot Hitler. He did. 
said. He shot Hitler right in the head. Somebody owes me money. <laughs> I talked to IPP freely about that. I, I, I gave out valuable information. <laughs> well, well, we got valuable information here on the three count. So, you know how the, uh, the rundown goes, folks. Let's do some intro and announcement. Well, no, not intro, but the announcements. So, if you have not listened to this week's Now Entering the Ring, we dropped two episodes this week. You know, that's right, two of them, not one, but two. You probably will be getting two or three, you know, throughout the week because uh, we got so many in the can and we want you guys to listen to them. So, be on the lookout for that. But if you have not, Listen to Now Entering the Ring featuring Randy Lawson and or Trayvon Jordan of Waves and Curls. You need to stop this right now. Go back into your episode list and go listen to both or just one if you already listened to one before. And listen to that and then come back to this one. Okay? Definitely. You don't want to miss Randy Lawson because that is uh, technically my first episode of me uh, missing a show. So I now don't have perfect attendance. So... Uh, technically now the only person that has perfect attendance is Cliff. Um, now, so there's that. Um, and you don't want to miss Trayvon Jordan. Um, I mentioned it on the on that show as well, and I'm gonna always mention it whenever I bring this this man up. Um, he's one of the most positive people I've ever met in my entire life, and that's saying something. Um, he he's really really a cool guy, and I will never 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 not not put him over um on this show. So shout out to Trayvon Jordan of ways and curls so definitely go listen to that uh episode also if you want to support the three count podcast and you know if you're listening to this you already support us but if you want to support us monetarily you need to go uh go on to your google machine right there that you got on your phone uh, go type in uh prowrestlingtees.com slash the three count pod that's the number three not t-h-r-e-e um i had somebody do that the other day i'm like no dude it's the number three um and go buy a shirt go buy a three count podcast shirt go buy yourself um well he's the only person that got a shirt which is the the red dog here go buy a catchphrase shirt so uh we should be having more uh shirts coming out uh nearby soon um hopefully we get this uh, awesome cool design that has all of your favorite podcasters meaning uh me cliff and uh josh and uh idol sorry damien but um Hopefully that design gets out there and you guys, uh, that shirt gets put on the shop and you can buy that one. Um, I'm definitely going to get that myself. So definitely go support the Three Count Podcast on Pro Wrestling Tees. So with that being said, let's go down to the Wednesday Night War Rundown. Because I know Cliff is not going to add that in. So I did it for myself. So, ladies and gentlemen, this week was the second week of Fighter Fest versus the Great American Bash. And likewise, I don't think things, you know, are surprisingly shocking because we knew this was going to happen. Uh, I think JJ was the one that said it, uh, that AEW would lose again this week because of the fact that Moxley and uh, Brian Cage was not on this week's card. So here are the numbers. So AEW loses yet again. For the third week in a row to NXT, AEW came in with 715 fans, uh, 715,000, I might say this is all thousands, and NXT came in with 759,000. And for those of you who are keeping score, 
which we are here. AEW's win streak um, was at a 30. And now NXT has moved up to eight, and they've only been tied once. Um, before yes. we, yeah, NXT mark over there. So before we get right into uh, the thick of things, I want everybody to uh, pretty much give their not really an assumption, but who won as far as a whole. If, you, if these shows were a whole show, if they were just one night, who do you think had the better show? Just one word, not really a debate, but just your opinion. Uh, Great American Bash or Fighter Fest? So I'll give you guys a couple seconds right there to uh, think, really think. Um, if, uh, both the nights as a whole, who had the better show? We'll start with you, Damien. Uh, Great American Bash. Cool. Justin? Uh, yeah, I prefer Dusty's show over Cody's show. Such an, such an asshole. <laughs> JJ? Uh, oh, it's my turn? I, your name is JJ, right? Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I meant to say um, the American dream, because I don't dream nightmares. Ah, that was terrible. I got to work on that one. Too <laughs> <laughs> bad. That's the drawing board. The way Cliff's face right now knows, like, it just tells you how bad it was. Um, Cliff, what, what you got? Great American Bash or Fighter Fest? I don't dream in nightmares. The fuck was that? No, I'm definitely, I have to say, um, my favorite was definitely Great American Bash. Awesome, awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, you know. Movie stars never show on time because <laughs> that's just the way they do things. Trust me, I was in L.A. I've met a couple of them. But, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Grimes is now entering in the three-count war room. It's my first time here. Uh, the privilege is all yours. I get it. Um, you're welcome. So, with that being said, Jeremy, since you're on the show, and you're right, you, you actually, you have perfect timing because it's now your turn. Great American Bash or Fighter Fest who, as a whole? Who had the better show? Great American Bash, hands down. All righty, then. I have to go as well with the Great American Bash. So, with that being said, we all can agree the Great American Bash was the better show. And we're going to move on now to the debate topics. I'm serious, Cliff. You got to add that in there, okay? You got to get that, you know, the millionaire thing on there. Well, I'm going to find it right now, and I'm going to make sure to download it so I have it. Awesome. Awesome. So let's get right down to business, guys. So the first topic that we have for here today is um, this past weekend, New Japan had their show. They are back in business, and uh, Evil has joined the Bullet Club. <gasps> yes, yes. Gasp. Gasp. Gasp all around. Yeah, Evil joined the Bullet Club. So the debate topic uh, for this one is, has the Bullet Club run its course? Bullet Club's been a thing for a good little while now. Um, it's seen its, uh, you know, you would think it's gone like the NWO. So we'll go with, uh, wow, there's a lot of you guys here now. So, um, all right, we'll go with Cliff. You'll go first. Damien, you'll go second. JJ, go after Damien. JJ, you'll go after now, I mean, Jeremy, you'll go after JJ. Idol, you'll go after Jeremy. And I will follow in at the end. <laughs> Jeez, this is so new. 
That is a lot of people. Um, so I'm just saying, no, I don't think that the Bullet Club is over. It seems like once they start to kind of fade away, they always have that new energy why somebody brings new life to the to the organization and they just, you know, they start tearing it back up again. And then we talk about how, how awesome they are. So whether it went from Finn to Adam Cole to AJ or AJ to Adam Cole to Kenny, whatever, so many people. Um, it just seems like whenever you think they're going to start dying off, they don't. They just bring somebody in, it revitalizes everything, and then they, they go through and tear it up. So that's that's my two cents on that. Uh, yeah, so this probably should have ended when AJ left. Um, that, like, one blonde guy kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> I'm going to drop a name. I can't remember the name right now. I don't know if it's important or not. But anyway. Um, yeah. Then it got confusing with all the, like, sub. Oh, God. Yeah, it should have let, it should have died probably. It probably should have just ended when, um, when Finn Balor left. Like, yeah. 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 All right. So that's it. That's what I got. That's, that's, that's what I got. Who's the leader now? Isn't it Jay White? I think, yeah, I think it's Jay White. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure? I mean, it's it's by committee at this point. Like, <laughs> you guys are saying Jay White. I definitely thought it was Kenta. I, I, that, that's why I thought it was the leader. You, you know guys what's funny? Since you brought that up. Is Tamatanga the is he the leader though? No. Yeah, what about him? See, but Evil's the champion now, so shouldn't he be the leader? He's right? got two times. The Kinda two most important. He's got the two most important ones. I wanna know what Naito ever did to New Japan for them to just like not give him a run. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did something. Oh, <laughs> oh, you want my opinion? No. No, yeah. motherfucker. That's <laughs> what the point of the show is. All right, look. I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to use this analogy, right? The Bullet Club is like the thought, the neighborhood thought. Do you want me to explain? <laughs> yes. I'm going to elaborate. Everybody's always in it. Therefore... It is the neighborhood thought. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest with you. After AJ, it should have been over. Because, you know, I don't like Kenny Omega. So when Kenny took it over, I was just like, why? At, at, at that point, it was it was like, really? But you are, I know how we, uh, the Western, yes, Westerners are. Yeah, Bullet Club, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. But yes, the Bullet Club is basically a neighborhood thought at this point. Everyone's in it. Reminds me of NWO. Remember that? Everybody was in that too. And that was also like a downfall of uh, whatchamacallit. Yeah, it was. You weren't alive then. Shut up. (laughs) That's why the WWE Network. For $9.99 a month. I was waiting for somebody <laughs> yep. to cheap plug it. I was. I wish somebody. <laughs> I, thank you, Jeremy. 
Because if somebody wasn't going to do it, I was definitely going to plug the network in. Shit. (laughs) That's my take on it. All right. Jeremy? All right. So I guess this is where I'm supposed to be like cliche and say, you know, like bullet clubs for life or something. But um, no, I also hate Kenny Omega. Um, And that blonde guy, I believe, is uh, Cody Rhodes or just Cody or Rhodes or Dustin's son or Dusty's son, whatever it is. Um, Yeah, he's a sack of potatoes as well. Um, I like Jay White a lot. And I actually believe that Jay White is taking the Bullet Club in the right direction. But um, once again, we just have like a thousand guys in it. Like the the neighborhood thought is what you younger kids say nowadays, right? That's what that's what it was thought. That hell over there, something like that. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, so I think all good factions come to an end. Um, the Bullet Club has been like, like, it's like walking up and seeing a guy get jumped, and instead of going over and helping him, you just start kicking him while he's down. Like, it's been beaten bad. Like, it, it's done and over with. Um, so Jay White could be a lot better by himself. He could bring his little, his little manager with him. They have Evil now. That's great. Um, adorable. Oh, Evil turned on his tag partners, turned on his buddies. First of all, his name's fucking Evil. What did you expect? But yeah, Bullet Club, is it's done. It's done. And my man's wearing a Bullet Club t-shirt, so, like, come on, man. <laughs> oh, shit, Damien, you do have a Bullet Club t-shirt. <laughs> I just oh, realized yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Idol. Um, okay, so, yeah, I think Bullet Club, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, it might be time for it to go. I mean, they, but they've been keeping it alive. Uh, I will say this, and unlike the NWO, who had a bunch of members, they always had the same core members for that entire time, so you got tired of seeing them in the black and white. Over time, I will say, at least with the Bullet Club, the Bullet Club they started with is not the Bullet Club that exists now. So I will say that Uh, personally, I am a little tired of it. Uh, It probably should have ended once the elite left. That was probably the time to to start to fizzle it out. But uh, yeah, I, I think it might be time to might be time to let that one go. It's because it's just it's not what it once was. It, it just isn't. All right. So I got to agree with everybody here. Um, yeah. Bullet Club is uh, is uh, down the toilet. Um, Evil's joined. He joined the group. whoop de doo um, They'll give him, you know, a couple months, I think, of, you know, spotlight back on the Bullet Club. But like uh, Idol said, you know, what, this should have been done when the Elite was gone. I think the Elite in itself was what really drove the Bullet Club to its, you know, prominence over here in the, as my little brother said, us Westerners, because, you know, they're all the American fuckers. So, <laughs> let's, you know, that's why we like them. So, but yeah, I think, yeah, Bullet Club is fizzled out. They um, should be done as well. I think that, I mean, there's not, nothing more to really say on that one, really. So, Wait, we're going to move yeah. on. You got yeah. something else for me? I, I just I, I need to ask a question because my career is on the line here. Is you guys think Cody Rhodes is gonna see this? Because hey, Cody, I'd love to be booked by AEW. So uh, I meant like a good like golden potato, not like like some russet potato. Oh no no like no no, it's over for you, buddy. No no. 
told him he said whatever. he was a sacrifice. It, whatever. It, I'll wear a mask. Dead. I'll join the Bullet Club. How about that? Because everybody else is joining. <laughs> yeah, it might as well, right? You know what? I actually, I would watch the Bullet Club if you joined it. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Be honest, like shit comes on at like 3 a.m. Who's staying up to watch that shit? And on that note, catch the, catch the, the <laughs> Jeremy gets unbooked from every place ever after this. Awesome. <laughs> Only at the three count podcast. <laughs> so we're gonna move on to the next uh, debate topic. So, uh, ratings versus viewership. What's more important? So, Tony Khan has been in the news lately. Well, I mean the news. He's been in the the Twitter news. Uh, AEW has lost three weeks in a row in the total viewership. And as we have documented over the past three weeks, the Wednesday Night War rundown. But Tony Khan and Chris Jericho as well has stated that they are actually winning the Wednesday Night War because they are winning in the ratings demographic. And not necessarily total viewership. Um, so, with that being said, what's more important now? Are we? What is it? The ratings, or is it the total viewership that's more important? We're gonna work backwards this time. So, Idol, you'll start. Jeremy, you'll follow. Then after Jeremy, we'll go with JJ. After JJ, will be the supervillain. After the supervillain, will be the red dog. And of course, the host—that's me—will be last. Because you saved the best and the beautiful for last. The host that does the absolute most. Exactly. But I don't do shit right. and I don't run shit. I just talk shit. That's right. That's right. All right. So here's my thoughts on this. Uh, Jericho and Tony Khan can choke on each other's penises. <laughs> what I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that Jericho, that one right there. He can choke on Judas's penis too. <laughs> it's irritating. Okay, so here's my thoughts, right? When AEW was winning, it's yeah, we're winning, we're kicking NXT's ass. Soon as they lose, it's yeah, but the ratings demographics. That's fucking annoying. That's like the kid that loses and says, "Well, you only beat me because." You know, and then whatever excuse. It's like, okay, yeah, sure, but you still lost. Now, demographics are important. They're important when you're trying to get sponsors. WWE's not trying to get sponsors. They got sponsors out the ass. They probably turned down sponsors. Hello. But Tony Khan and crew, demographics are important to them because they have to gain sponsors. So, sure, you got a demographic victory. Great. But don't be a sore loser. Like, don't be don't be a sore loser. Just say, all right, yeah, we lost. We'll bounce back. But just leave it at that. Don't do the yeah, but and try to demean, you know, downplay. Don't try to downplay NXT. Like it, you lost. Just take it on the chin. I agree. Right. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly there. Uh shit. I was going to say, you know, besides Chris Jericho being on AEW, I really have no reason to really tune in each and every week. Um, they got Jelly Janellis there. Uh, I think I could outwork Jelly Janellis. 
So I might just lost my chance of going on GCW as long as everything else that keeps going down the line. Uh, no, here's the problem I got. They can try to say that they're winning in the demographic, but as long as that WWE logo is in the front of NXT, it's not going to fucking matter. They're not going to beat them in anything. Because if you ask any who, any common wrestling fan or someone who doesn't watch wrestling, oh, would you rather watch WWE, NXT, or AEW? They're going to be like, oh, WWE, like Stone Cold, The Rock, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker? Hell yeah, I want to watch that shit. You know? So at the end of the day, you automatically lose because you have the WWE logo in the front of it, and they're automatically just going to win because normal casual fans going to be flipping through the channel and see WWE, NXT, and then you're flipping through TNT and you're like, AEW Dynamite, what's this, another Law & Order spinoff? You know, you don't understand. So I'm going to go with um, WWE there. <laughs> Okay, all right. Here's my analogy for this, right? Here's going to be the analogy for this one. When the Warriors beat the Cavs, right? Right? The, the Warriors won, right? But LeBron had 50 points. But, but LeBron had 50. So... Technically speaking, he was carrying everything. Well, Gary, that, that's that's my analogy with it. It's like, oh, and like Justin said, when they were winning, they weren't saying Jack stuff, Jack doodly squat about, um, oh, but look at our demographics. Look at our demographics. We got our demographics. It was more like, hey, we're kicking NXT's butt. That's what you get. Ha ha, we are superior. We don't like WWE because that's basically our entire fan base. Or at least 70 to 80% of it. So, um, yeah, it's just like, as Idol said, it's a, um, it's what a kid does when like, they, they're like a sore loser. So they're trying to find something to pick out and be like, oh, I, we still won somehow. Just accept that you lost and cool. I'm going to eat these Cheetos now. Uh, so uh, this this reminds me of uh, like World War II. When like, you know, everybody was like, you know, Hitler's like this horrible person. But, you know, he did good for Germany. Kind of like that. Like, you know, they... They're like, you know, you know, before, you know, they're just like, you know, we, we won, didn't care about anything else, but then they lose, and then they're trying to find a point that make them still look good, doing good, we had a loss, but we're doing great. So, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, AEW reminds me of Hitler. We're so getting canceled, by the way. I just <laughs> want to put that out there. Okay. I just put that in the chat room. I was like, we're getting canceled. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely canceled. just pulled up, too, Cliff, your message. We're getting canceled. Yeah. You just <laughs> described AEW to Hitler. At least when I said Hitler earlier in the intro, I said that you know the man that shot Hitler. Like, I made, you know, you out here. 
You know what? This was a good seven-month run. We've been doing this since January. Seven months. You know, we got a nice little audience. Thank you, guys. Thank you for all our listeners who've listened so far. Thank you so much. Look, if you're fucking offended by what I say, you can eat a dick. Maybe you shouldn't be listening to it. Maybe you shouldn't be letting your kids listen to it. That's your fault, not mine. I'm going to have to agree with him, but we are going to get canceled. I just want to know what AEW... Where did AEW touch y'all? Okay? Because my <laughs> man, this is something about Tony Khan sucking Chris Jericho's dick, and I ain't over that shit yet. He referred to him as Hitler. I, what? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, everyone hates AEW here except for me. I don't hate it. I just hate their women's division. <laughs> With a passion, actually. Garbage. I, I actually I don't hate AEW either. You're listening, Cody Rhodes, which I hope you're not. Um, I'd love a contract. You understand? <laughs> Your voice trying out here. All right. I guess um, I guess I'm gonna get in trouble for me get in trouble too. So here's my here's like my issue with AEW, right? Is like when they're winning, that's all they talked about, right? The viewerships, the numbers, and blah 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 blah. And then now the last three weeks, they've kind of had they kind of had their asses handed to them, right? They all of a sudden they break down and they're like, hey, we're gonna go by the metrics. Uh, yeah, eighteen and nine, idiots. That's who people pay for. Yeah, but they also pay for anybody who's over fifty. And WWE is beating your ass in the 50 range. And we've talked about that numerous times. The 50 plus is always on WWE side. I feel like I'm listening to Donald Trump break down coronavirus numbers. If we test less, if we test less, we'll have less cases found. And it means that we'll be better as a country. And that's exactly what AEW did. They're trying to spin the numbers in their favor. I'm like, we're... We're not getting anywhere, all right? Just admit it, all right? The viewerships, people wanted to watch Great American Bash because that's a Dusty's thing, and people want to see what's going to happen on the show for WWE. Unfortunately, your guys' show just wasn't strong enough on for Fire Fest, and that's okay. Just admit defeat. You have Fight for the Fallen coming up. You probably have a lot of ratings for it because FTR and the Lucha Bros are going to sell. But in the end, don't trump the numbers. Just... Admit what you had happen, and you will be okay. Don't worry, AEW. We fully expect you to come back this week with a lot of viewerships. All right. I've been waiting to talk about this. So here's my question. Are, is Tony Khan wrong? That's my question. Is Tony Khan wrong, though? Is he wrong by saying that the demographic numbers matter more, though? Is he wrong? Because let's look at it like this. He is a business. This, he runs a business. And like to Idol's point earlier, you know, if you're trying to sell sponsorships, yes, the demographic ratings matter. Well, isn't that how you get money, folks? So is he not wrong? If you look at the numbers, though, they, he's right. They are. They were the top in the top ten as far as the demographic ratings, they were in the top 10. NXT was nowhere to be found. So and if, if, if you look at it as far as a business standpoint, yeah, who cares how many people watch your show a week, uh, you know, your total viewership. If you're trying to make money, if you want to get the sponsorship, because that 18 to what, 49 demographic, that's the demographic that's not watching WWE. Am I wrong? 
That's the demographic that WWE wants to pull. So in a nutshell, I think Tony Khan is actually in, in Jericho. I think they're right. And I don't I think I think the demographics are more important. No, and I, I am not. I, I am not on the on no one's dick, goddamn idol. I'm not. I'm so I'm just glad. No, facts. you know what? I'm so glad that Tony Khan's check finally cleared for you, so that you can be happy. Oh, look, who's talking about somebody's Tony Khan's check clearing? Uh, right. for, for, I, for, I didn't know you were on the Tony Khan payroll. Well, three months straight, you've been on you've been on the AEW dick riding. So don't you dick talk about me, my my check. Are you like cuff, are you cuffing That's are you right. cuffing them? That's right, Chaz. The Warriors <laughs> won, fine. but LeBron got his 50 points. You are absolutely right. right? Chaz, you're, like, you're, you're trying to make an argument like saying, like, the Lions win 8-8. Eight and eight, Or at least we're not the worst team, though. You didn't make the playoffs. You're not winning the big game. So... Well, I do, I do say that because my Cowboys go eight and eight every year. All right, so, so the Cowboys go eight and eight, but they're not that good. But here's like, so here's like the problem though, right? It's like, yes, I understand that the 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 view the ratings matter, right? Like who's watching your programs matters, right? And we know that they're in the top ten pretty much every week. But you also, if you listen to what David Meltzer had to say about it, if you're looking at the 55 plus category, like you have to take those guys into account too. Because that just shows that the long dis- the longevity of a relationship is there, and you can still market those people. And in that category, WWE has been dominating the fuck out of AEW consistently. We make fun of we make fun of WWE for not being able to market toward 18 to 49, but the 55 plus they are they are beating the shit out of AEW. So we can go one on one. Right? No, 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 have this. No, they're like, hey, old people, drink your insurer. We've got your bottles here. Just go to the grocery stores and pick them up. And that's why insurer is winning that contest. I'm just saying that you have to take into account the old, like the older generation watching for loyalty because businesses will market to them too. It's not I'm just from the oldest on the podcast. It was funny. I don't think Cliff's not the oldest guy on the podcast. No, I am. <laughs> He's a thousand years old. Exactly. I don't watch AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, Cliff. I, 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 I take that. I, I get that. But the whole point is, though, the 18 to 49 demographic. That's what they're winning. That's the viewership. That's the demo that they're grabbing that WWE isn't grabbing and haven't grabbed since I don't what I don't know what since 2005. So and you know what, Jazz? What motherfucker? And the Cowboys had the most total yards of offense, yet they went eight and eight. <laughs> I'm moving on. There we go. <laughs> See? See? I'm moving on. See? I'm moving on. So, as you know, as the as we move on to our next thing, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, next week 
there is a pay-per-view, or I mean, I don't know what they call that anymore, super show, special event, whatever it is. But as we do here, it is now time to play our favorite game here at the Three Count Podcast, and that is If I Had the Pencil. (laughs) And for those of you who don't know, the pencil is the most important tool in all of wrestling because that has an eraser on it and it also can erase your name and it can write your name so if i had the pencil so the uh horror show that is called extreme rules that's what they're calling it or at least that's what i'm calling it the horror show that is called extreme rules is happening next week and it's time for us to do our you know our predictions so if for those of you keeping score ladies and gentlemen um also, for those of you, you know, for our, our new uh, additions on the podcast, so Damian and Jeremy, you guys get a special treatment. Um, your average for um, Extreme Rules will be your total average against the us OGs, where we have, you know, pay-per-view scores all the way up from Mania, and that will be our average. So if you get, you know, if you're really, if you get all of them right here at Extreme Rules, you'll be number one. <laughs> And, you know, with no penalty, whereas we have uh, terrible, terrible scores, especially J.J. for double or nothing with a, with an 11%. <laughs> Correct. I will never let you live that down. Um, <laughs> so. It's not my fault they don't know how to book. You know what? Hey. You got to make the the VPs go over. Uh, you know what? You talk that over with uh with all the VPs. I so will. with that being said, um. Let's start with the bar fight, which has not officially been announced yet, but um, apparently they're waiting on Sheamus, apparently to get cleared or whatnot, from what I heard. But we're going to use this as if it does happen, and if it doesn't happen, then it won't be counted against anyone's score. But Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy in a bar fight. Who do we have? So if you had the pencil, Cliff, who you got going over? Um, I got Hardy. Damien? is muted, you old bastard. Shut up. Um, I'm going to have to go with Hardy, too, as well. Going with Jeff. Jeremy? <laughs> the real winner is whoever doesn't watch the match, to be honest, but I'm going to have to go with Hardy. I don't disagree with that. Idol, who you got, bro? I'm going with Hardy. JJ? The alcohol wins. So does that mean you're going with Seamus? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. We're going with uh, Jeff, then. And um, I'm going with Seamus just because... Everyone else went for Hardy, and if I get it right and y'all all get it wrong, I have bragging rights. <laughs> no, the only person that's allowed to do that is JJ, because he always seems to get those right. <laughs> exactly my point on why I'm doing it. You're not oh, JJ, yeah. though. Fuck him. This is going to go horribly wrong for you. <laughs> you know what? It is, but I'm still going to win the golden pencil at the end of the year. All righty. So, moving on down the card, we got Apollo Crews 
versus Montel Vontavious Porter, MVP for the United States Championship, which, by the way, um, the title, I don't like it, but the replica apparently looks better than the actual belt. Um, yeah, I saw it on Instagram. It was um, it just so happens that WWE Shops Instagram had the replica belt on sale, and they posted the replica. And then uh, one of the pages I follow on Instagram was like, "Yeah, look at the new title." And I'm like, "Well, the replica looks better than the real thing." So I like the replica title, but I still miss the old belt. So with that being said, who you got, uh, JJ? If you had the pencil, Paulo Cruz or MVP? Question. So, isn't MVP the United States champion now? No, motherfucker. He's not the United. No. He's no. not? No. But, like, no. I just. I, then why did he announce? Uh, I don't um Honestly, I, don't, I wouldn't put it past him to have Apollo lose. Once a jobber. Always a jobber. All right. You're going with MVP. Remember, I just want you to know, you picked MVP the last time he was on. A pay-per-view and he lost but okay you got faith in him uh idol who you got uh going with a oh, wait mm, hold up ah. you've got to build up his stable hey mm. i know i know i was i had it i was so sure but then i thought about it mm. i'm gonna go with apollo and if he loses, I'm never picking Apollo for anything ever again. <laughs> I stopped doing that in 2017. <laughs> Cliff, who you got? Uh, you muted yourself. How do you unmute and mute yourself again? I, I keep clicking it. I just keep clicking it because I'm trying to figure it out and cursing out loud. And I'm using other people's names that we've had redacted on the show now because that's how I mute myself out. Um, redacted, yeah. Fuck redacted, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> just keep saying name redacted. Yeah. Uh, I'm that can go... mean so many other – that can mean so many names. <laughs> yeah. And we'll leave it to the, to the listeners to, to, to figure out who we're talking about in that specific moment. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go Cruz. Going with Apollo. All right, super villain, who you got? Uh, uh, I see the steam coming out your ears right now. Because, like, on one hand, Apollo should retain, but on the other hand, MVP should when to make a point. Ah, uh, I, I'm gonna go with Apollo. Going but with if I, if he doesn't win, like really, if he does not, I'm never, never going against a heel again. <laughs> Showtime, Jamie Grimes. So I would normally go for Apollo in this because you no know, MVP's like just there to help Bobby get over, but Apollo was a Heyman guy, and since they took Heyman's hands out of the cookie jar, I don't believe Vinnie Mac believes in uh, Apollo Crews, so MVP is going to win, Bobby's going to turn on MVP, and we're going to have a new uh, United States champion with be Bobby Lashley, 
but MVP's my choice. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm going with MVP as well. Um, with the same reasons that Jeremy gave, you know, Paulo was a Paul Heyman guy, and Paul Paulie is uh not running things anymore. And uh, my favorite in the cookie jar is uh old Brucey boy, Bruce Pritchard's involved. So you know how that goes, as we seen on SmackDown with that karaoke segment. So oh, uh, yeah, I'm with MVP. And with that being said, we're going to move on to this next. We have an eye for an eye match. Okay, I want to let y'all know, every time I, I announce match, Jeremy's just shaking his head, and it's probably the most funny thing, and I just want to bust out laughing every time. But I have to maintain my integrity as a host and not bust out, but I have to let it known that Jeremy shakes his head every time I announce these matches. <laughs> Chaz, I wish I was blind so I didn't have to watch the match. I agree with you. Well, somebody will be probably blind in one eye after this one. Or at least that's what they want you to believe. <laughs> so, with that being said, Damien, who you got? Eye for an eye match. Rey Mysterio versus the Messiah, Seth Rollins. I don't want to see this match. <laughs> oh, and I like Seth both guys. That's the messed up part about it. If it was a regular match, cool. I don't get it. I don't. I, don't, I, I guess. I guess Rey Mysterio. I guess to get revenge. If they were smart, that's what I do. So they can end this. Ah, uh, you know what though? Ah, uh, mm, no. I want to go with Seth Rollins. Damn, I just, I, you know what? Normally, I no, no. wrote it down on the, on the, on the, on the page. Yeah, scratch but, it out. Give right, me that problem. Being nice. You're going with, uh, you're going with the Messiah. I had to think about it. I had to think right. about it. <laughs> JJ, who you got? My eyes. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know um, what that means. So, um. Here's, here's, I'm going with Seth. Oh, my Seth. Oh, God. Here we go and again. And here's with this. why. Rey Mysterio doesn't have a contract. He's wrestling without a contract. So this is going to be their way to write him off. And then maybe Dominic will finally turn on his on his dad. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. And then, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. That's why I'm picking Seth. So I'll, I'll put my answer out there. I'm totally picking Seth. So Ray can, uh, you know, so his son can turn on him and join the Messiah because Austin Theory won't be there because, you know, he touches people. Allegedly. Anyway, but yeah, I got Seth. Uh, Who you got, Showtime? Mm, I want to touch on the Austin Theory, but we're not going to because we don't have enough time and he does touch everything but little girls and boys. Um. Yeah, he does push him. Anyway, I'm going to go with Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins does not believe in Jesus and he does not believe in putting people over. Yeah, also, he's not, Bray's not, you know, under a contract like everyone else said. We all want to see Dominic beat up Ray. That would be adorable. Uh, we, we all know Eddie is Dominic's real dad. That's adorable as well. So, um, yeah, Seth Rollins. Idol. Uh, I'm going with uh, Rey Mysterio. Seth's going to be blind, 
and then he's gonna lay healing hands on himself on Raw. <laughs> Cliff. I'm going with your favorite wrestler. No, I'm going with Seth actually. Um, oh wow. Ray, yeah, Ray not having a contract. I definitely see like them kind of trying to write him out. So that's the way I'm going to go. Oh my Seth. Yes, oh my Seth, and that's the only time you'll ever hear me say that. All righty, moving on. We got a Wyatt Swamp fight, whatever the fuck that means. Bray Wyatt. You know, the Eater of Worlds Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend or, you know, the Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt, but uh, the best Bray Wyatt. Well, I won't say the best Bray Wyatt, but because I, th- I love The Fiend. Um, but, yeah, Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman in a Wyatt Swamp fight. Um, I'm going with going, I'm going with Braun. I don't, I don't see Bray, you know, especially this incarnation of Bray taking the title. I mean, if he does, that'd be a, you know, it'll bring some life to SmackDown at this case, but I don't see them going that route. Cliff, who you got? Psych. I go in with a <laughs> go with Braun. Um, I think that they're going to set this up for SummerSlam so that uh, The Fiend can take the title off of Braun. So. The funny thing is, as you were playing that, I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't expect that. I'm writing down, I say, <laughs> B-R, psych. I'm like, whoa, it's a good thing I didn't write that. Uh, finish my the word. Good gracious. All right, so you're going with Braun. All right, JJ, who you got? Mm, I'm trying to think about this in a storytelling aspect. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And um, it would be a good story, like, he's finally out of the shadows of Bray Wyatt, just to get clobbered by The Fiend in SummerSlam, so. You yeah. want Braun? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Braun. Oh, why? Oh. I hate Braun Strowman after he made those comments about indie wrestlers, but, you know, I've always said that about him, so. But anyway, Chris Idol, who you got? I'm going with Braun. Showtime, Jamie Grimes. Who you got? I'm going with hopefully I'm asleep before this match because what the fuck's a swap match? Uh, but I'm going to have to go with Braun, too, because if it's not the Fiend, he's not going to beat Braun. They're just doing other – they might as well throw fucking Husky Harris against Braun Strowman next. So we could put Braun over again without the Fiend losing. Yeah, but give me Braun. All right. Damien? Hmm. Eeny, meeny, miny. Braun <laughs> He really did eeny, meeny, miny, mo to the yeah. Alrighty. Braun Strowman it is. Moving down the card. SmackDown Women's Championship. We got Bailey versus Nikki. <laughs> Nikki Cross. Who you got, Jeremy? It's not Sasha Banks against Bailey, so Bailey's gonna win. Damien? 
I'm going to take a left turn. I think Nikki Cross. Interesting. Okay. Idol. Um, to make JJ happy, I'm going with Karen. She's Latina. JJ. Karen. Fine, Karina. Not no. you're racist. <laughs> she she looks like a Karen with that haircut, so she's Karen. So are you going with Karen? Yes, I'm going with Karen. Cliff, who you got? I'm going with the role model. Britt Baker? Yeah, isn't that wait? Oh no, not that role model. Like R O L E role model. So yeah, Karen, Bailey, Pam. <laughs> um i'm also going with bailey uh yeah i just yeah i don't see nikki winning any title without alexa bliss at this point um so yep we're gonna move down the line and we now have the raw women's championship The funny thing is this, JJ, if you weren't next to me, which you aren't, you know, like you normally are, I would have smacked you by now. But you're all the way over there, and I can't smack you for that. <laughs> so you get a pass this week. Just this week. So Yeah, because I'm in Middle River, uh, New Zealand. I hate y'all. Uh, Raw Women's Championship match. We got Asuka versus the Blueprint. Sasha Banks. Can we, we just acknowledge know. the continuity that keeps continuing with this joke? We didn't even mention Middle River, Colorado at all. We just randomly brought it back up. It's, I think that's the joke that'll never die on the three count is the Middle River, Colorado, New Zealand, wherever. But yeah, that's the joke that never dies. We all know who JJ's picking in this one, but uh, who you got? If you had the pencil, Oscar versus Sasha Banks. All right, so. We had a whole debate about it last week because of you. So we know who you're picking. So go ahead and just say it. No, I, I'm, I'm going to explain. Oh, First, God. I was going to say Oscar. I was. But then a buddy of mine by the name of Chiseled Adonis when we were, when me, him, and Cliff were talking, he made an interesting point. What if you give Sasha the title and have them both just be like a dominant heel, just annoying heels? Right? Right? However, here's the problem. We want to see Bailey versus Sasha, which is not going to happen until 2050. So I'm going with Asuka. You had us all lead up to this interesting idea that you had and to this interesting point just to say you're not going. <sighs> like I said, the only reason you're on this show is because you're my little brother and you we have blood. No, 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 no. OK, he can't use Chiseled Adonis at all as a reference because the whole time during the interview, he was in a Britt Baker face and just having his hands over his mouth the whole time talking like this because he couldn't believe who was on the show. So I don't want to hear his point, okay? 
I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to go with Sasha because I want that annoying uh, faction that they can put together. So don't let don't let the Napster tell you how cool it was because the whole time he was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Homeboy was out here marking out for a YouTuber that he loves so much and that he watches every fucking day. Who you got, uh, Jeremy? Sasha or Oscar? I don't, I don't, I don't know what. I'm that racist. Was, but yeah, we're definitely getting canceled after that one. If we didn't get canceled because of the Tony Khan sucking Chris Jericho, me calling Cody Rhodes a sack of potatoes, Hitler being referenced three times, we are now. Um, with all of that, uh, I'm gonna go with Sasha because I, I like the whole idea of. Oh, we can have this dominant heel team that have both belts, but once again, guys, Vinny Mac doesn't believe in what we believe in. So what it'll be is Sasha versus Bailey, title versus title. I can take that though. I can take that though. Damien, who you got? Um mm-hmm. Are you even gonna watch this show, Damien? I'm gonna try. <laughs> I gotta work. I gotta work tonight. Oh, damn it. Uh, no, I could watch it at work. I don't have. To. Oh, okay, so uh, I'm I'm gonna go. I mean, I would like them to put it on Sasha, but they're. I'm gonna go with Asuka. No one's gonna go Asuka. Well, because I feel like. Sasha not winning and Bailey possibly winning. I don't think both of them are going to win. I feel like one of them are going to lose. Okay. So it, it's to create that jealousy tension. Okay. To have them ultimately fight each other. So right. one of them is not winning. So I guess I'm going to go with it, you know. Yeah. I'm going with Sasha Banks. I'm going with Sasha. I don't know. I've had this hunch since they decided that that um, Oscar and Sasha were gonna go at it. I had a hunch that Oscar was like, "Oh, uh, Sasha's taking that belt." I've had that hunch since they announced it, and my hunch hasn't left me yet. So. I'm going with Sasha, and that's the only reason I'm going with Sasha because I got a, I got, I just got a feeling. It might just be gas, but <laughs> I got a feeling, and definitely play the Black Eyed Peas song as I say that. Uh, last but not least, Idol, who you got? I got a feeling. Um, I'm going with Oscar because her kryptonite Charlotte isn't around, so no one's going to Oscar. All righty. And supposedly this is the main event, but hell, who knows? Um, it's still don't know the stipulation, but hopefully we will find out the stipulation uh, this Monday night on Raw. But the WWE Championship, oh, let me do my Howard Fink, my Howard Finkel voice. But WWE Championship will be on the line: Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler. JJ, who you got? 
If you well, it's, it's, it's an annual Dolph gets his title shot at a random match. All right, so he's going with uh, Drew McIntyre. I just want to see him get get the Claymore and see how he sells it. That's all. Oh, you know he's doing a backflip. Like a triple backflip to take this, you know, to take the move. Like, yeah, that's all. That's all I really care about, anyways. How he's gonna uh, sell the finisher when he <laughs> I Dolph doesn't win. Yeah, I'm going with McIntyre. It, it, it's not 2011. That that there is no Dolph Ziggler option. <laughs> Damien. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going with Drew McIntyre. Like, I feel like at this point, this is more like WWE saying, "So you want to be a comedian?" <laughs> ah. Looks like you're losing. Okay, first of all, he's actually pretty funny. I I went to his commit his. Oh, I didn't show. say he's not, but it's. it's I know. Like I'm just. Like, I gotta put it out there though. Just I didn't say he wasn't talk. funny. He I'm just saying. I went to his that's show. WWE's way of like you know saying like it's a joke. Wait, what did you say, uh, Idol? I say, yeah, Dolph Ziggler's funny, and it's gonna be real funny how he loses too. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. WWE so, you know, is like, ah, look at this joke. Cliff, You're a funny guy, right? Cliff, Cliff, who you got? Cliff, Cliff. Uh, I'm going with the sexy Scott man. <laughs> McIntyre. I gotta go with Drew as well. Um, I don't see Dolph winning anything anytime soon. Um, Jeremy, who you got? So I got like a weird hot take on this. Um, okay. I'm not saying I know something here, but Drew's going to wipe the floor with Dolph Ziggler, first of all. I think it's going to be like less than five minutes. We're still going to have about like 10 to 15 minutes left on there. Randy Orton's music hits. He comes down to the ring. He challenges Drew to a fight. Drew being the sexy Scott man that Cliff said, accepts Randy Orton's going to be your new uh, WWE champion by the end of the night. That way Drew can get his proper crowning in front of a crowd. Oh. It might have also been leaked somewhere that Randy was going to take the belt off of Drew. So This is like the last one before SummerSlam, right? Yeah. It's supposed to be Edge and Orton for the title at SummerSlam. So unless they want to do it on a puny little Raw episode, do it at the end of the Extreme Rules. What a better way with a horror show than send the fans home disappointed like every other horror movie. Well then, that that's that. I mean, all right then. So moving to our favorite segment in all of Three Count Podcasts. And that is the Red Dogs Power Ranking! Uh, da, 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 danger Zone! We want to thank. So, we want to thank. Hollow Drive for their rendition of Danger Zone. It's badass. We enjoy it. So let's get started, right? Uh, this week's power rankings 
Um, I know this is going to be such a great debate topic. Can't wait. Number ten, Bronson Reed. Um, great match, a lot of fun. Exactly. We're going to keep moving on. Number nine, Lance You're Archer. Yep, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Number eight is uh, Mia Yim. Uh, number seven, Bobby Lashley and MVP. I really enjoyed their match. Uh, number six, Ray Mysterio and Kevin Owens. Number five, this is going to be one that I cannot wait to hear. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. God! <laughs> number four, Johnny Gargano. Um, I'm not going to lie, I love that match. Uh, number three, this is me to one I thought things were going to get uh, debated on. Uh, Chris Jericho. <laughs> I had a lot of fun watching his match. <laughs> number two. Number Okay, so this number two match would be number one any other day. But Keith Lee, you are number two. Normally you would be number one. But that's because number one is the Lucha Bros with the Butcher and the Blade. Hold up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. I don't think anyone has ever ended. Bunch know, of spot monkeys. Right. I don't think anyone has ever, you know, co- collectively disagreed with your number one spot <laughs> than this week, Cliff. Did you really put yep, I know. Lucha yeah. Brothers and and the Butcher and the Blade over Keith Lee and the Power? What? Yeah. Hold on a second. Wait. Watch he this. Did. Watch this. Is it your power rankings? Okay, let's be real, okay? Oh. Yes, yes, because they, uh, man, they got they got the number one spot, but Keith Lee won the demo. I just want to say that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. He did. <laughs> I got nothing to say on that one. I can't I say anything now. I, I can't. Um, to be honest, though, to be honest, I was, I was, I was thoroughly going. I, I legitimately walked into watching SmackDown, right? And I was like, man, I hope there's some great matches on here so I can add them to the list. And as soon as the first segment hit, I was like, none of these fucking matches are going to make this list at all. <laughs> and then we had that fucking karaoke segment. And I was like, oh, this show's not even making my list <laughs> next week, man. You're just fucking everything up. What was number three again, Cliff? Chris Jericho. Okay. Um, that's an opinion. It's the wrong opinion, but it's an opinion nonetheless. How dare you say that was better than Gargano and Swerve? I mean, it's an enjoyment factor. I did, I, you know, to be honest, to be honest, it, it is definitely, it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, I liked Gargano's match a lot. I wanted to put it at number three, but I was like, I also enjoyed, like, the story that was kind of being told with Jericho and just, I didn't, to, to be honest, I, the, a lot of things that came out of what Orange Cassidy could do. I didn't really like it. 
so it kind of made things a little bit more fun for me to watch. But probably is more credit to Chris Jericho's like, ability. Huh? Have you never watched him wrestle before? I've only seen him doing spots, like with AEW. Like, I've never watched his matches at um, Company Redacted. Watch your mouth, Cliff. I said redacted. I don't know anybody who's trained there. I may know one Watch person who trained mouth. there. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time we have here for today's show. I like to thank everyone who listened to the Three Count Podcast, to our listeners, our subscribers on YouTube. You are beautiful people. Stay beautiful. Stay safe. My name is Chaz Evans. I'm here with the landlord of the dog pound, the red dog, Cliff Miller. I'm here with the supervillain himself, Damien Fatal, the Napster, JJ, Showtime, Jeremy Grimes, and the man that put himself over because he books this shit, Chris Idol. Thank you for listening to the Three Count Podcast. We'll catch you next week. And also, be on the lookout for that now entering the ring. Be there or be somewhere else. Hey, guys. If you like this video, make sure you subscribe to our channel to get the best content from the three count. We're the best podcast out there. Don't let anyone tell you different. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at three count pod as well as on Twitter at three count underscore pod.